Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. It is Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Chibs. What a show today. That was Kaz. a big one. We gave away a lot of things. How good was... Uh, look, you want to listen to Kevin Bloody Wilson because he is not what you'd expect. No. He was very, very good. Yeah. Funny very, guy. Very humorous. We also caught up with Greg Irons asking you, Hobart, to have a wild ride this March. And we get to your calls and texts on 04881073. Here's what you missed. Another beautiful day in paradise. Yes. 25 degrees and sunny is the word. But let me tell you, yesterday it said, what was it? Partly cloudy and 25, I think, was yesterday. It was lovely. Garbage. It got to at least 28. Do you think? I'm a big man. I've got an inbuilt temperature gauge. (laughs) I'm telling you, it got hotter than 25. I, I don't know. Maybe we should... I think there's things you can check. I think there's some sort of technical evidence. Yeah, you can download, have you a look can, at. Twenty five today. I've got a I've got a summer dress on. It's like the last hurrah. I think we can, the weather's getting a little bit cooler towards the end of the week, so you've got to get the frocks out. Do you think we've still got a whole like? It's the thirtieth of January. Oh, so I need. And why have I struggled to say January? Because it's early in the morning. It is early in the morning, and. It's, we've got a whole nother month of summer. And I've always said this about Tasmania. The best time to be in Tasmania is March, April. Yes. That's the best time because the weather's not too hot, not too cold. 21.5 degrees, as you know, Kaz is my chief operating temperature. That's the peak (laughs) that I like to run at. Love to know what you're up to, Hobart. For your last few weeks of summer, what you're up to. I know school goes back next week. week. I know. I think our school only goes back for like one day. What? two days or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, strange. We're all doing the last minute stationary uniform. Does it stress you? Of course it stressed me. I was on the on the phone last night ordering labels to stick on my child's pencils <laughs> or something. What are you up to, Hobart? 0488 is the text line. It's Triple M Breakfast. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom joins us live in the studio. Morning, Lee. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. What Ooh. is making news? Making news today. So this is news breaking overnight. The Australian Maritime Officers Union has lifted its industrial action on TAS ports uh, while enterprise negotiations un- uh, continue. Um, we've heard from uh, Tazport's CEO, Anthony McDonald, in a statement. He's saying the decision has followed constructive discussions. As we know, those work stoppages, guys, they applied to weekends, public holidays and work outside of usual rostered hours. So as I know, there's a bit of confusion around why that virgin ship came in yesterday. Um, this answers that um, the stop work only applied to those and not weekdays. And that's why, yeah, it was able to come in yesterday morning. Yes, um, 
I'm now following up with Taz Ports to see whether the end of the strike action will open the door for the Azamara journey to again come to Hobart. It was due to come here on Friday, the coming Friday, but um, it was cancelled because of that stop work action. Right. This is the marine pilots, of course, that go Mm. out in their little orange boat to help big ships come in from the open water. So specifically educated and experienced people who know the Derwent estuary. I think they Mm. can also take ships down the Don Castro Channel through Bruny Island. I think that's part of their pilot program where they go down through there, I believe. Someone might correct me on that one on 0488881073. So the, the strike action was purely focused on we will not be doing our job outside of our regular work hours. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah, because they want uh, better pay and conditions, um, as a lot of us do. Um, I did see one yeah. of those conditions of their work <laughs> yes. is was like a, a car, and the, the Tazports were trying to encourage their marine pilots as their work car to have electric vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't they weren't happy with that. But why? Why wouldn't you want an electric vehicle? They forget to charge them. I can't have an electric they're vehicle. <laughs> I can't even charge my phone. They're not cheap. Are they being paid for? By yeah. Well, yeah. No, but good news that the uh, Workers' Union and the Tazports have got together and, and figured it all mm. out, I suppose. Absolutely. Let's get to some good news. Gold. Further good news, I should say. Yes, that's right, uh, guys. So uh, this is a nice little fundraiser. Bonnerong is still a little short as it tries to fund its new state-of-the-art animal hospital. It's trying to raise a hundred grand through what is a little fresh fundraiser called a wild ride. Now it's going to be running through the month the month of March, and it's asking participants to use. I suppose, an obscure mode of transport to raise money. So Ah. you can do it every day in this uh, strange mode of transport. You can do it once. You can do it once a week. Um, Just rack up the Ks and raise money while you're doing it. Have a bit of fun. Okay. (laughs) What are you thinking, Chips? Well, no, I... What are you thinking? I thought the wild ride you could do anything to help raise awareness. I was thinking that maybe I could... I could do some exercise, <laughs> which is wild for me. Wild. I, haven't, I haven't actually done any exercise since I conquered Mount Wellington Canani oh. in the Point to Pinnacle there. But I, I feel like I need to get back into it. So maybe, maybe I'll commit to doing. I think maybe for a week you should, because you you live quite close to yeah, your so workplace. I think maybe you should roller skate one morning, skateboard, well, scooter. Yeah, okay. And let's be. Honest, if we had hoverboards like we were promised, we could <laughs> back in the eighties we could hoverboard in. But no, well, that's probably a good idea. The thing around that is that I'd have to one learn how to skateboard, two learn how to rollerblade, three learn how to roller skate, four learn how to hoverboard. I'm going to ride a horse to work. <laughs> don't don't commit to something like that. That would be a wild ride. Seeing you come down Argyle Street. Clippity clop, <laughs> clippity clop. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Good to chat. Cheers, team. Triple M Breakfast. Every single morning we give you an opportunity to spin the Triple M prize wheel and it's as easy as calling. One triple three five three. Who have we got there? Like Leanne from Hewenville. Good morning, Leanne. Good morning. Hewenville. Paradise. Oh, Paradise. What's going on, Leanne? Why are you up so early? Um, oh, to enjoy. I love getting up early because it's quiet. You can still see the moon and the stars and you watch. The moon's still out here, actually. <laughs> St- still out in Hewenville. 
tube. Yeah. <laughs> just just look out the window. I wonder what yeah. oh, it must be ducked behind uh, Mount Wellington Canania. I can't see it from the uh, studio here, Leanne. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing this morning? Oh, not much. Just doing errands down the street and a lot of reading and, yeah, there's not much to my life. The shop's <laughs> open, just... Leanne, are they? Pardon? Yes, uh, 7.30 they open. Okay, so you're Ooh. up and about early. I like it. Yep. I like it. And you like to read books. What are you reading at the minute? Uh, the Bible, actually. Oh, Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yes. Love that, Leanne. Love that. You got kids, pets? Um, I do. I have two adult children. What are their names? Kayla and Natalia. Kayla and One's Natalia. on the Gold Coast and one's in New South Wales. Oh, that's a good place for a child to live, the Gold Coast. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you yeah. miss them though, do you, Leanne. Do you get to visit? Oh, I do. We speak all the time. Oh, that's Ooh. good. That's good. Yes, hey, Leanne, yes. we've given you the opportunity to spin the Triple M prize. Well, Kaz has spun it already. What number have we got there, Kaz? Uh, we have number 20. Number 20. Are you happy with number 20, Leanne, or would you yes. like to spin it again? Oh, um, okay. Spin it again. Oh, thanks, Leanne, <laughs> because normally people, you know. They're happy with what Kaz spins no, up usually, Leanne. Yep. Here we go. So we've gone from number 20 up to... Oh, it's number 50. Oh, jumped 30 places up in the scheme of things there, Leanne. You happy with that? Yes, that's fine. Leanne, you have won 50 bucks to spend on groceries at the IGA where locals matter. How does that sound? Oh, cool. That's excellent. Thank you. Leanne, thanks so much for calling and thanks for listening, hey? Thank you. You look after yourself. That's Leanne from Huonville. It's Triple M Breakfast. My hallway... Needs a little bit of cosmetic enhancement. Okay. I feel like this is the story of most wives, partners, whatever, that everything's not quite right yet. It's not quite right. So I Mm. live in a – my house was built in 1962. Brilliant. And, you know, it's older than me. (laughs) Not by much. (laughs) But they're starting to get a little bit knocked around. So it's 70 years old. 60. 60. Sorry. <laughs> what? I didn't even know how, how old I was 60, then. Yeah. No, so it's 60 years old-ish. Yeah. A bit over 60, yep. Yeah. It's starting to get knocked about, sorry. Yeah. Well, it's been knocked about and it's been, you know, refreshed and mm-hmm. then, it, you know, kids come along and, you know, Alex has driven his scooter into the walls. and That's your son? Yes, my son, Alex. Good morning. Um, so when school goes back, I'm going to dabble back into the home improvement. I am the home improver mm-hmm. in our household. Right. I, I own the tools. I know where the paint is. Right. You know. So what is your plan for your hallway? Well, it needs a bit of a paint. So I need to do the trims and the walls. Yep. So the skirting boards. The skirting boards. Yes. That's what they're called. Yes. Yes. So my the, the walls are made out of, which we've just had a little bit of a Google, this, this stuff called Bernie board. Yes. Which... They made in, in Bernie. Bernie. Look at it. It's a 60s extravaganza, Bernie board. Yeah, essentially anyway, it's like masonite. Yes, but it's got like these little, they're not cracks, but it's got these horrible, looks like cracks. So the, all along the hallway, it looks like it's all cracking and yeah. I can't plaster it. Plastering's, you know, a, a above and beyond my yes. capabilities. So a a skilled it, worker's job. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. We're all probably going to work now going, oh, please don't do a DIY. Yep. So I'm going to buy a textured paint is my thought. Okay. 
I know that was a little bit 90s when we were, you know, texture painting everything. But I thought just along one feature wall in my hallway, I'll texture paint it. A colour or just white? Well, maybe a colour. Okay. Not too, I'm not big on colours. I've been through the blue and yellow house and mm-hmm. I've been through the brown house and the grey house and <laughs> I, I don't even know what this year's colour is, colour theme. Yeah. So I'm taking myself off to the hardware shop today because school's going back next week. Just What's, up here in Patrick Street, you go to Clinton's. I might, yeah. yes. That's I could walk there. You could. Buy my textured paint. Yes. And start thinking about... Zhuzhing my hallway. So you're at a point of thinking about it and you're going to buy the stuff. And I'm going to buy the stuff. And you know what I'm going to do with the stuff when I buy all the stuff? (laughs) I'm going to put it in the shed (laughs) with the ceiling paint that's been there for four years. The all-new Hobart Workers Club is open now. There's pool tables, a full-size billiard table. Did you see that one when we were there, Kaz, last week? Yeah. Are they? Do they? Are they made out of slate or something? Or yeah, something really like that. Heavy? It's massive. Yeah, it's a big, big billiards table, and there's loads of pool tables, so everyone can play. Great food, great venue, great perspective on the town. Yes, you I was don't having get. a peek out the window, and you get a really cool view of the city. You'd certainly do. We've got a hundred bucks for you to spend Hobart on one triple three five three at the Hobart Workers Club. Morning, Stuart and Hara. Good morning. How are you, Jubes? Where do we find you, Stewie? Sorry, uh, I'm driving across the bridge right now. How's it work? How's it looking <laughs> out there, Stuart? It's not too bad, actually. School's not back yet, so uh, yeah, traffic's flowing. Traffic's flowing, okay. You want 100 bucks to spend at the Hobart Workers Club? Oh, mate, that'd be brilliant. Where do you work, Stuart? Uh, so I work for the Salvation Army. I work for the uh, bridge programs, alcohol and other drugs rehabilitation. That is a very noble job, Stuart, and sensational work from you. Excellent stuff. You've got 100 bucks to spend at the Hobart Workers Club. Champion. Thank you, guys. It's as easy as that. Just like Stuart, we're going to give you the opportunity, Hobart, to win again tomorrow. 100 bucks to spend at the Hobart Workers Club. Open right now in the city. It's Triple M Breakfast. We have a very special guest. We heard about it a little bit earlier on the show, but to talk us through what the Wild Ride Supporting Wildlife is all about is the Managing Director of Bonnerong Wildlife Sanctuary. Good morning, Greg Irons. Good morning, folks. How are you? Flying, Greg. Now, the Wild Ride. Tell us all about it. What is it about? Mate, it's, it's an idea we've sort of been hatching for a few years, really, and um, the idea being that there's so many great uh, fundraisers that various organisations and charities have every year, and you know, from Tasbash to the MS Readathon, I think we've all participated in them at some stage, and we've sort of always wanted to have our own annual fundraiser. So we came up with the idea of Wild Ride, but we wanted something really inclusive, and you know, I think sometimes if it comes to like doing huge feats of endurance, that rules out a lot of people, including myself, most of the time, and <laughs> uh, you know, so I think. We wanted to come up with something where people could either challenge themselves or just do something silly and funny and get uh, get sponsors for it. So the idea of Wild Ride is you come up with your own Wild Ride and it can be anything at all. It can be a feat of endurance. I am actually going to attempt to ride a little trike for 200 kilometres in the month of March. So a fat man on a trike is not going to be a pretty sight, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm calling it the HA ride, the heart attack ride, but we'll see what happens. And then we've got others that are just doing really simple things like... Um, one uh, local newsreader's agreed just she's just had a youngster and she said she's going to 
bling up her pram and take the youngster for a walk every day in March, rain, hail or shine in the pram. Um, another guy's talking about uh, at that one day at work in March that he will only go from point A to point B on a pogo stick. He's not allowed to walk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another guy I was talking to yesterday is actually looking at motorising an esky for a similar sort of stunt. Um, the guys from Brighton Hardware down the road are going to uh, go walking with uh, one of their people in a, in a wheelbarrow around Brighton. Um, uh, during March. So, you know, it's really up to your own imaginations, uh, the limits. So we want to see lots of funny things, some feats of endurance. And, uh, of course, there'll be the golden jersey uh, for the number one fundraiser. Um, uh, but we, we think there's already some really funny ideas coming out. And, uh, look, hopefully it'll be a bit of fun and a bit of time to uh, to reflect for our wildlife in need. Oh, Greg, I can see Tube's eyes just twinkling with – he's just in deep thought. How And then he's <laughs> and then there's the, the jersey. I think he wants that. Do you know what I found I have under my house I have a green machine do you remember what the green machine is no, I don't. No, I, don't I didn't know it was it... Um, that boxer, wasn't it? No, it's an. I was back. At the, I... We used to have them in the eighties, and they're those low to the ground that are like bikes that you oh, pedal. Nice. And my son has one, and I might, I might be riding oh, the green machine. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I like it. And look, it can be something as simple as just saying once a weekend, you know, in March, it'll run for the whole month of March. That so you just take the green machine out for a for a one day. <laughs> for a oh, it's developing nicely. <laughs> I like it. You know, under under tubes as well, there's probably a little pink machine somewhere. As yeah, well. yeah, I've got all different <laughs> colours. Yeah, the, the old drift trike, the green machine. Yes. Oh, oh, that's what it is. I wouldn't know. That's the official name. There you go. Hey, Greg, this is all, of course, for an important cause. Yeah, absolutely. Mate. Look, I think there's just so many animals coming. We finally did the um, the count for for last year, and we've been saying we thought we'd hit 17,000, and we did. We cleared 17,000 uh, calls for animals needing help really comfortably. So that's 2,000 up on the year before that. So imagine the resources needed for for 2,000 animals. And we still need a little bit more for the hospital, which will be the new hospital, which will be built by August. And so essentially looking at sort of supporting that as well as just what we call our primary care teams, which are all the, the various units that help wildlife. So, you know, I think um, so many people now have called us for help um, when there's an animal that needs help and so many people want to help. And, you know, I think it's great that we've got people saying, you know, well, look, maybe I'm not um, sort of in a zone to be a rescue and I'll certainly come up with a wild ride and, and do my little bit and we really appreciate it. You can get involved at wildride.au. That is wildride.au. That's not me mixing up the website. There is no .com. It is just wildride.au. Greg Irons from Bonnarong Wildlife Sanctuary. I'm going to have a think about it, but I'm definitely keen to get involved, okay? You look after yourself, Greg, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, folks. Have a great day. Greg Irons was talk- from Bonnarong was talking about the wild ride for the month of March, and you said that you've got a green machine under your, under your deck. Under my house? Yep. And I've got I was, a lot of stuff under my house. And was, we know it's a drift trike. A drift trike. And I was thinking, when you said green machine, I, the only thing I could think of was the Subaru hatchback that we had. <laughs> we used to call that the green machine. I thought everyone had one of those when I was growing up. That's what my cousin learnt to drive in, the green machine. Oh, but no. yeah, you were talking, the, the Wild Ride is a, a way for us to fundraise for Tasmania's wildlife. You can get involved at wildride.au. But you were saying that, you asked me off air whether I was a bike rider. I'm not. I can ride a bike. You can't, uh, can't ride a bike. I could. I used to be able to ride a bike. Okay, I haven't well, been on a bike. Never, it's like riding a bike. You don't forget. Yeah, you never forget that. But I'm. I'm not specifically one of these 
men that get around in their lycra and stuff go drink lattes. Yeah. Well, my husband has a couple of bikes. Does he? Yeah, and the clippy in shoes. Oh, that's pretty serious. And, And you didn't know what a mammal was. When I said, oh, yeah, he used to be a mammal. He hasn't been on his bike for a while. <laughs> we are mammals. Humans are mammals. And I thought, given that we were talking about the Bonnerong Wildlife Sanctuary. No. That you a, were... No. Do you want to know what a bike riding mammal is? No. A middle-aged, I mean, yes. <laughs> a middle-aged man in lycra. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but I think you should. we should get bikes and go for a bike ride. Gee, we're doing a we're lot in, of things, aren't yes. we? We're just going <laughs> to get some time. It's triple M breakfast. So, Kaz, I had a little daddy-daughter time yesterday afternoon with my wonderful daughter, Molly, who's six, Aww. off to grade one in a few weeks' time or a week. Of, I don't know when it is. So, anyway, she's going back to school, but we had to take back a Christmas present and return it okay. because it was the wrong colour. It was a blue T-shirt and Molly likes pink. Well. Or white. You went to the shops. We went to the shops. So proud of you. Molly and I to return a top. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Michelle Howard and May at the shops. We went in and Michelle, turns out, thought I was trouble. Well, Michelle, <laughs> at the shop, yes. you are trouble, Michelle. Why? She took Molly around the shops, rolled around the shop, and Molly kept coming back with something else. Dad, we should get this. And I was looking over at Michelle, who was... Laughing her head off because a six-year-old daughter coming up to her dad with a sequin bag, a sequin top, a different colored set of jeans and all this sort of stuff. Thanks very much, Michelle, but no thanks. We said, oh, that looks nice. Put it back. Turns out Michelle's from Bernie. Should have known. She's trouble. And her dad coached footy at Penguin too where I played. (laughs) Classic small town Hobart, isn't it? It is. So well done to Michelle. Lovely to speak with you, but please don't keep feeding my daughter things that I need to buy or uh, don't need to buy. Michelle, I think Tubes will be in a bit later to lay down the credit card and Molly should have all of those items. Absolutely not. Breakfast. We are celebrating 40 years of the man who joins us live, Kevin Bloody Wilson's International Dilly Gaff Day World Tour is coming to Tasmania. We can't wait to see him. I can't believe it's been 40 years of Kevin Bloody Wilson. Good morning, Kevin. G'day, Chips. How are you, mate? We're flying. Hi, Kevin. Mr. Wilson. (laughs) I'm going to behave myself. I'm struggling, but I'm going to behave myself today. I can't believe it's been 40 years since I've snuck your tape into the back room of my house with the tape deck. Kev, and subtly listen to your songs in the privacy of a dark room where mum and dad didn't know I had it going. <laughs> oh, wow. John Laws told me one time, he says, that it's become the, the soundtrack for puberty in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> the, the album actually went bloody berserk, and, and the reason was because your mum and dad had a copy as well. <laughs> They most certainly did. So can you believe it's been 40 years, Kevin? No. But, uh, again, it sort of things catch up to you, but, uh, but that's okay. Um, I still love what I do, absolutely love what I do, and uh, I never ever thought for a minute that this would catch on the way it did. It was just a thing I was doing for my mates in the footy clubs and cricket clubs <laughs> around the hometown of Kalgoorlie, but they started in introducing their wives to it, you know. Oh, my missus would love this stuff. 
<laughs> and then uh, the ladies started coming to the shows. And next thing, 18 months later, I was sitting at the London Palladium thinking, how did that happen? You love your job. You just wonder why it's so enjoyable. So you're coming to Tassie, Kevin. What do you like about coming to Tasmania? I, I enjoy Tasmania. Always. It's just you blokes are bloody mad. I love Tassie. And it's also it's a mini tour of, of Europe, if you like short of uh, snow you know it's, it's just such a beautiful place and although it, last time i was out in queenstown <laughs> but, but, but that's banjo country out there you just be careful kevin because my family's from that area mate people start talking smack about queenie i get a little bit fired up <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah well, it was just driving in there it was just a, sort of like a moonscape back then yeah it's a special place, Kevin. Now, you're coming to Hobart this Saturday at the Rest Point Entertainment Centre. What can people expect from the International Dilligaff Day World Tour? Oh, well, it's me loving what I do. It's a little bit of everything. It's somewhere between, um, oh, I don't know, uh, Ed Sheeran and Debbie Does Dallas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> two of the greats, Kevin, two of the greats. Is there a favourite? Is there a favourite all-time song? Like, what's your number one? Well, I tend to enjoy everything that I do because it's written for a purpose. But, <laughs> uh, but audience-wise, you know, I sort of go on that. For instance, I could never, ever do a show without doing, say, Santa Claus or uh, Living Next Door to Alan. We, we got some unbelievable figures on a song called Dilly Gaff. You're probably familiar with it. And Dilly Gaff clicked over 360 million views on, um, on the TikTok. Unbelievable. 40 years in the business, still going strong, singing his classic songs. And everybody knows them, Kev, don't they? Everybody's <laughs> heard one of your songs. It doesn't matter where they are in the world. We really appreciate you joining us here on Triple M Breakfast. Kevin Bloody Wilson, always a treat to chat to you. We'll see you on Saturday. Good on you. Thanks, Tubes. Thanks, Kev. See you, mate. It's Triple M Breakfast. We've got double passes to head along to see Kevin Bloody Wilson celebrating 40 years in the industry with his Dilligaff tour that's coming to Rest Point. You can get your tickets at restpoint.com.au forward slash entertainment. Let's go to the phones on one triple three five three. Good morning, Phil in Baghdad. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm not too bad. You want a double pass to head along and see Kevin Bloody Wilson? Yes, please, mate. That'd be brilliant. Do you have? Uh, oh, look, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to break out that button. But uh, do you have a memory, a, a G-rated memory of Kevin Bloody Wilson? <laughs> uh, I have heaps of bloody memories of him, mate. <laughs> good on your food. Double passes, all yours. Stu in Mount Nelson. Good morning. G'day, how are you going? Good, thank you. You're heading along to see Kevin Bloody Wilson. How does that feel? Oh, fantastic! Who are you going to? Who are you going to take, Stu? Uh, it's a good question. I had to uh, dive back into the uh, high school days, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, should be I, good. I wasn't joking, Kaz. I used to listen. Good on you, Stu. I was used to listen to uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson in the back room at home without mum and dad listening, knowing what I was up to. But like Kevin said, I reckon dad was in the shed and mum was in the shed having <laughs> a laugh too. Let's go to the next call. Oh, I think we've got Frank. we got Frank. Hey, g'day, how are you? Good morning, guys. Morning, Joe. Morning, Frank the Truckie. Where do we find you, Frankie? I'm going through Canara at the moment, mate. Canara. Heading to the yeah. north of the state, oh. of course, just outside Epping Forest. What's in the yeah. in the truck, Frank? Oh, I've got some salmon on board today. 
salmon Ooh. doing a bit of moving around. You're going to go and see Kevin Bloody Wilson. How's that sound? Oh, that's bloody awesome, mate. <laughs> bloody awesome. And you got a little honk for us, have you, Frankie? Uh, oh, yeah, I have got some for Kaz. Here, Kaz, I'll do a bit for all the girls. Oh, thank you. Has he done it? Don't leave me waiting, Frank. Wait right on. I've got some cars passing. I'll just, <laughs> just wait on. Safety Otherwise, first. They'll all start flicking their lights at me. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what is going on, Frankie? Oh, we'll have to come back yeah. to you, Frankie. Andrew and Bridgewater, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? You're a fan of Kevin Bloody Wilson? Absolutely. Love him. Well, there you go. You're heading along too. And Stephen in Risnevale, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? Flying, flying. Uh, how are you? Ah, pretty good now. Well, you got something to do on Saturday night. How does that sound? Sounds bloody excellent. Excellent stuff. That <laughs> is Stephen Risnevar. Well done. And let's just check in on Frank. Hey, Frank, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, mate. Yep. What's going on with your uh, gift for Kaz? Keep a lady waiting, Frank. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Come on, Frankie. Can you hear that? Nah, can't, no, can't hear it, Frankie. Good on you, Frank. You're <laughs> heading along to Kevin Bloody Wilson. You can get your tickets at restpoint.com.au forward slash entertainment. Kaz, we've heard from Frank the Trucky a little bit today. Yeah. He's been out and about, he's on the roads, and he was trying to give you a gift, but he oh, this sort of is, come... Was this from Frank or this was from Roger? Well, this is. What I'm saying is Frank the Trucky was trying to give you a gift, but he come up short, Frank oh, the okay. Trucky. He'd be listening on the listener app because oh. he's up around Launceston. And I reckon Roger from Herdsman's Cove has heard this and he sent this through on the text line. This is how good our text lines are these days. You can send through pictures. You can send through multimedia messages. This comes from Roger, who's up in Burnie. We'll wait for it. <laughs> Good oh, on you, Roger. Thanks, Roger. Love I really it. feel like I belong now that I'm getting a trucky toot. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. Every single day we give away a hundred bucks cold hard cash with Tassie Trivia thanks to Creative's fifty thousand dollar first home builders boost. Let's head along to the phones. We've got our first contestant. You know him, Hobart. I know him, Kaz, you know him too. It's Hot Tub Gary from Bridgewater. Good morning, Hot Tub Gary. Good morning, guys. I'll tell you what, you've got a fair buzzer that you're going to have to buzz in with, Hot Tub Gary. <laughs> Can you test your buzzer for us, please, Hot Tub Gary? Hot Tub Gary. Oh. Beautiful. Uh, hot Tub Gary, are you in the hot tub doing trivia? No, I'm on my way to a day job today. A day oh. job? Well, that's interesting for you, Unique. All right, we're ready to go with you. Your contestant uh, opponent today, rather, is Kate from Oakdowns. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. I'm up against Hot Tub Gary. I know. That is correct. It's an honour, isn't it, Kate? (laughs) It is. Are you in a hot tub, Kate? No. no. (laughs) That's okay, Kate. Where do we find you today, Kate? Oh, I'm I'm heading off to work in a minute. Okay. And what do you do for a living? I'm a mortgage broker. Excellent. All right, Kate. Well, can you test your buzzer, please? Kate. Beautiful. All right. Two questions correct. We'll land you 100 bucks cash here on Triple M Breakfast. Tazzy's trivia. Let's do this. Question number one: What is the name of the football oval on Belrive Beach? Is it Hot a? Tub Gary? Hot <gasps> Tub Gary. Belrive Oval. Correct. Hot Tub Gary. <laughs> 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 Question number two: Ooh. 
What is the name of the main lake near Cradle Mountain? Is it A, Pigeon hot Lake? Hot Tub Gary. Or oh, Hot Tub oh, Gary for 100 bucks? Uh, Picton. It is not Pigeon Lake. Uh, is it A, Pigeon Lake, or B, Dove Lake? D. Kate, well done. You are halfway to 100 bucks. Excellent work. All right, the tiebreaker here for Hot Tub Gary from Bridgewater taking on Kate from Oakdowns for $100 cold hard cash is which Hobart suburb would you find Letitia Street? Kate. Is- Hobart. Oh. Kate. Kate. Not Hobart. Correct. Oh, well done. Well done, Kate. Kate. Oh, bad luck, hot tub, tub, Gary. Gary. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting in a hot tub now. Oh, he's drowning his sorrows in the in the oh. tub. I love, I love, Kate, that you call him Hot Tub Gary too. Yes. Full oh, name. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> bad luck, Hot Tub Gary. Take care, mate. That's all right. Have a good day. You too. Hey, Kate, you've got options here. You've got two options. You can take the cash and run, or you can come back tomorrow. I've always- I've always thought about it. I'm too nervous and too broke, so I'm going to run. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Kate. Look, you enjoy your 100 bucks. What are you going to spend it on? I am going to treat myself, but it's my birthday next week. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. Kate from Oakdown's walking away with 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Have a great day, Kate. Yeah, you too, guys. Certainly started off all right with 100 bucks on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Triple M Breakfast. Let's get to your texts. Alfie and Tremier's got a great idea. We were talking about the wild ride. Yes. Raising funds for Bonnerong Wildlife Sanctuary. And he says, Anthony's got a great idea. Consider this, the great Triple M bike ride. Cenotaph to Cabri return, fundraising, entry fees, sponsors, prizes, fancy dress, etc. Cheers, Alf. Okay. It's a great idea, Alf. Yeah. And then he's got in touch after the, uh, after Tassie trivia. Oh, dear. He said, what is, one of the questions was, what is the name of the football oval on Bell Reef Beach? And Hot Tub Gary buzzed in and said, Bell Reef Oval. And Alfie got a bit upset because he said, it's not Bell Reef Oval, it's Blunston Arena. Well... Yeah, Alfie, my, my answers I would have accepted would have been Blunston Arena or Bell Reve Oval. Bell Reve Oval. Yeah. So, you know, thanks, Alfie. We know it's Blunston Arena here at Triple M, don't we, Kaz? I spent a bit of time there. See Alfie a bit. I think Alfie works there. Does he? I think that's, I think that's the Alfie that works there, yeah. What does he do there? Alfie works at a number of places. But okay. he's worked at Blunston Arena. He said to earn a bit of cash on the side, he works behind the bar doing functions and events. Oh, cool. Good fella. Hey, Kaz, and like we're talking about, I always learnt that it was Bell Reve Oval, so that's why I know it as Bell Reve Oval. But yeah. I was thinking about tomorrow on the show, talking about things you learnt at school that were just either useless or Obscure. Ridic- ridiculous. Like, for instance, at my school on the northwest coast, this is not a reflection on the school I went to, but we definitely learnt that there were 52 states in the United States of America. <laughs> and what is wrong with that? The problem is that, one, why do we need to learn about America? Yes. Two, I guess if you want to learn about it. Two, it's wrong. There's 50 <laughs> states in America. Oh. So I'd love to hear your stories, Hobart, about what you learned at school that was either useless or a bit crazy or a bit silly. I've got another story that I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Yes. That you, I, I don't I've... think, because we, we were talking about 
this morning, Rhea swallowing tablets. My partner, Erin, has issues swallowing tablets. Rhea had a little bit of an issue swallowing a tablet yesterday. But I've got a story about eating that I learnt in a in a biology class that is just ludicrous. It actually happened. So I'd love to hear your stories, Hobart, about what you learn at school that's either been useless information or just a crazy story about you learning at school. I'll tell you what I learned at Sacred Heart. Yes. They taught us how to knit. <laughs> I failed knitting because my mother wouldn't finish it for me. See? and <laughs> Why do you need to learn how to knit? This is a perfect example. Love to hear from you, Hobart. 0488881073. You can text us anytime. Pictures, photos, voice messages, or just a plain <laughs> old simple text. 0488881073. It's Triple M Breakfast. Well, that was a good show. I love that uh, Hobart's getting in touch with us on 0488881073. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about things you did at school that were useless or hopeless or weird. Like knitting? Knitting. I can't believe you learned how to knit. I learned to sew, though, and that's been a skill that I've used. And yeah. I think the thing for me was I'd never thought that I would need sewing. And, of course... Of course you do. I do. I don't need to... I know to knit. To, I know, no, well, maybe you don't. I think knitting's one of those things you do. Well, there's people that knit. Well, Helen here in the office, she knits. Maybe and, I should bring in some knitting during you, the show and you, knit. You could knit during the show. You could knit one pearl one. Knit one pearl one. See, What's I that remember mean? that. I don't know, but I remember that. <laughs> knit one pearl one. I'm going to knit you a scarf. Now mum's FaceTiming me, so we better, <laughs> we better take the call. Is she knitting? Hello, mum. Oh, Andy, I keep pocket ringing you. Well, that's oh. not a pocket ring. You're on You're on air, Mum. Hi, Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> this. Hi, can you knit? We're Ask do- her if she can knit. You said goodbye. No, I know, but we're doing our podcast outro, Mum. Yes, well, right. I'm sorry. I, but how lucky you were five, when five minutes ago. I was in the shower. <laughs> oh, FaceTiming us. <laughs> oh, your mum's FaceTiming you in the shower. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We certainly won't be. Where you're FaceTimed inappropriately. <laughs> we'll catch you tomorrow from six. Have a great day, Hobart. <laughs> be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.